Welcome back. It's episode two of Nick's and Sawley's Adventure on D&D Doo-Doo, a homebrew, lo-fi, family-friendly game. Do you find it annoying when people listen to D&D podcasts and then, without spending hours reading the rule books, launch their own podcast? If so, you'll probably want to jump ship now. I am Dungeon Mummy, and in the last episode, Goblin Tinker and Nyx and human child Sawley were freed from their wagons by a large stone creature who appears to be systematically ransacking the Gleb's wagons. One kobold was swallowed by a bear. Two more have been trying to lasso the stone creature. But Nyx managed to persuade, we think, the fourth kobold to switch sides. This one's called Tag, and he was reduced to a sobbing heap when he revealed that he is at the bottom of the kobold pecking order and only wants gold so he can get a dragon to grant him wings. Nyx assures Tag that his prospects will be better with him and Sawley, and Tag scampers off to get escape mounts. Meanwhile, the stone creature faces off with Rotunda, who stands guarding the last biggest wagon. The last episode ended with the stone creature casting a spell. Crystalline magic lighting up minerals in the soil and plants in a path to Rotunda's feet. Let's see what the spell will Dee and Doo do next. You see this kind of um, golden whitey glow, sort of crystalline kind of energy um, building up around this creature and then it sort of seems to be lighting up the ground ever so slightly, like little blades of grass seem to light up in a little path. You see the odd mushroom light up, it's like this wave of energy that washes through and it lights up as it goes. And when it gets to the ground underneath Rotunda's feet, you see that this snaking vine of ivy starts to twirl its way around her feet. And Rotunda looks at it and goes, and she dusts herself, well she's got her dagger and she's hacking at these, um, well it's like an ivy, a hacking at the ivy and the creature will be at the, the wagon on its next turn. Mm-hmm. So next is our, the kobolds who we have left. left. Mm. So um, we have one, one is, is, is back on the subs bench, we have one who, one we have Tag who is heading over to the horses and then we have the two kobolds with the lassoes and they are ready to launch their lassoes. So first one. Um, sends off a lasso um, to, towards a creature and it does indeed, it, it catches an up, um, a swinging arm over the arm but as it does so and the creature just goes like that and it pulls the kobold into the earth, face down into the earth and drags it along the ground. Second one. Do you think if we ran, then this creature would be all right? Or do you think we need to concentrate on helping this creature? Because it helped us. What do you reckon? Maybe there's people who are trying to last soon. I can maybe slice those ropes. Nice. We've got the second kobold's going to attack now. Does the same, um, manages to hook onto an arm. So they both hook the same arm, but it's 
it's a strong arm and it just pulls them both off their feet and into the into the dirt but they don't let go of the rope so um, the rope slides tight around the creature's fist and you also see the one that's closest to it the rope that had been dropped by the third kobold they gather that up and that's the one that's around its neck so there are now three ropes around the creature okay next we have the gleb so glabrus hasn't um, noticed yet so glabrus he raises his sword you see it's trembling slightly um and he's he's like no further no further to him. Oh, I, I, I will i will i will um i will end you just to you sorely Okay. okay, and he is actually going to um, swing. He's going to, yes. Okay, then I go and tilt him. Oh, yeah, there let's it is. see. Fine. And he misses. Gets a nine. And then, and then, and then, and so I'm just like, then I'm still just like this, look. Then I'm going to have to be late for my train. Um, okay, and now it's the bear. Decides um, that one kobold is quite enough for one night and starts to turn and heads out into the darkness um, between the two coaches. Gets away from all the kerfuffle. Get out of here, you big grizzly boy. Uh, and then, if you would be so kind as to both roll perception checks. One, oh. that one. Not ten. <laughs> <laughs> Not ten, right. Well, you're okay, sorely. But, Nix, so there you are, cradling your your bag of gubbins yeah. with a sense of oh, satisfaction. Fine. Got my bits back. And suddenly, you notice that there is an anaconda <gasps> snaking um, out from under this carriage behind you. Is it gunning for me? It is gonna it is going to come for you, yes. Oh no. Jesus. Oh it misses. It's it's a bit it's a bit confused. It's maybe it gets a little bit stuck as it's trying to come out its coils. Can, can I say that I leapt out of the way heroically as it went for the uh, fatal bite? You you can say that. Yes. Nice. <laughs> so, All right. So I'm gonna tell around the campfire. Sorry, it's your go. So what's going on around me then? Most of the small critters have uh, disappeared into the night. Um, Good. You've just been slashed at um, by um, a rather uncertain uh, glabrous. Um, to your more to your right, you can see um, Rotunda is hacking at vines around her legs. The bear has lumbered off into the woods. Um, the big stone creature has a lasso around its neck and two lassoes around one of its arms, all held by the two remaining kobolds. There is a third kobold, but he's off with the horses in the other direction. Yes, I'm going to run towards the, the, co the kobolds. Mm. With the lassoes, yeah. And then, run up to it, and then uh, I'm going to run up to them. I'm going to be running towards them. Yeah. But then how did the, um, the uh, kobolds react? Um, well, they don't have time to react just yet. They're they're, they're busy pulling themselves because they got pulled to the ground. So they're getting back up to their feet so they can go heave, heave. But now I'm running towards the rope and then I go bonk and then snap, snap. 
goes over. So you're going to slash at the ropes? Yes. Oh, yes, you can totally do that. So let's just see if you can get all... Yes, so you bring your sword down um, on the ropes. And you slash through two out of three of the ropes and they fall to the ground. The only rope remaining now is the one around the creature's neck. That's the only one that's there. Good stuff. Well so that's that was your move and your action, wasn't it? Good yeah. work. Well then, nice. but then after, I think I'm going to just get a last one. I'm going to go and meet up with you next. Nice. Go, okay, go, cool. get, go and get an update. Cool. Okay, Nyx. Nyx, right. So you're facing down an anaconda yeah. at the moment. Um. Shaky breaky. Shaky so breaky. <laughs> this uh, anaconda's just tried to bite me. Yeah. I don't really want to get in a tussle with an anaconda. Mm-hmm. Um, can I um, can I just run over and slash the last rope? Like how what is with? with just my claws? Are these your bionic claws? Yeah, yeah. My claw arm. Um, uh, yeah, could do that. Yeah. Do you want to roll? Yeah, I'm just going to book it away from the I anaconda. Mean, shouldn't the uh, anaconda get an attack of opportunity though, babe? Uh, yeah, probably. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Oh, okie dokie. Oh, what's it got? A 19. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah, I think you take two points of damage there. I should give you. Oh. There you go. Damn it. Yeah, you'll go. Alright, I'll just keep running. Yeah, keep running. I don't want to hurt. Anything. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just going to slash at this rope. Wait a minute. What? Snakes. Snake bite. Snake bite? Poison. Oh, are anaconda, anacondas are anacondas are constrictors. They are constrictors. <laughs> it is true. It is true. Um, right, so what happens is, what happens is, <laughs> Um, you leg it, and what you do is you trip over the anaconda yeah. and land heavily and take two points of damage, but then manage to get up and scramble away. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah I'll keep on scrambling. <laughs> <laughs> keep going through the mud. Get out of here. Right. So you're going to cut the rope. Would that your roll? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Nice work, small human child. Okay. Oh, know. yeah, good roll. So, yes, you slash... The third and final rope around um, the creature's neck, um, and um, you see that the creature kind of its weight goes forward slightly as it corrects its centre of balance, and you see that the kobolds go flying back into the mud again. Let's get out of here, you beautiful stone elemental! Um, well, when you say that, it turns and, and looks at you. And, and appears to be um, considering for a moment. And then? Yeah, well, it looks around. It looks around the scene. There's the two elementals... Uh, sorry, there's the two kobolds in the mud. There's there's uh, Glabrus advancing with his sword. There's Rotunda looking uh, vicious and bad-tempered by the store wagon. Okay, let's see what she, where she goes. Right, so she... Um, she considers it, but she turns back to the storage wagon mm. and starts advancing towards walking. it. She's boom, boom, and it's then you notice um, as this when when she's striding, 
She's striding quite wonkily, all her weights um, going on one side. Do you want to roll for perception? Yeah. She's kind of limping, basically. Oh, gosh. Mm. Okay. Oh, no. Let's have a... Eleven. Eleven. Sixteen. Oh, very good. Okay. So, Sorley, you in particular, because you're just that little bit closer at the moment, you notice that one of her legs is substantially shorter than the other one. Um, it's like it's got... Well, they're all different. It's, it's all her, um, like her limbs, if you like. You see, they're all different sizes. Um, they, they're not, they don't match up. They're not symmetrical. But even so, one leg... Um, is is shorter than the other one and that is making it quite hard for her to lumber around who? Um, the creature the creature I mean it's limping so that means it's got hurt then it's limp well or maybe this is just how it walks this you know we've not met one of these before Um, it doesn't look the most symmetrical of creatures but it continues on I I mean like it's just a giant rock after all well, quite a few rocks, quite a few, yeah, all held together in some way. To make a big rock. Yeah. So, as it advances towards Rotunda, I think uh, she, uh, the creature kind of towers above her. You realise just how, how large um, how large it is, and it lifts its arms above its head like that as well, just to make itself seem even larger. And you hear... <laughs> And you can just see um, okay. so it... Rotunda is, is legging it. And the creature gets to the storage wagon and brings its arms down, <laughs> bash, on the side of the wagon and starts rocking <laughs> it backwards and forwards like this. And there's all, you can hear all sorts of you know, crashing going on, like pots and pans and um, you know, containers and things. You see this, this like... Heap of seed that you probably remember from the feeding time, just falling Disgusting out of stuff. the uh, falling out of the thing, and it's all kind of um, starting to uh, collapse on the on the inside. So it is uh, uh, the kobolds, right? They see that um, their um, one of their employers is is running away and or running away from the creature and they they run forward drawing their little swords to stand in a defensive position with rotunda behind and um they're they're in front so they're in between Um, and they're going to they're going to try uh whacking the creature with their sword swords well first one has a sword and miss it well it just it just <laughs> Not even a little chip comes off. The other one is the. Do you remember the purple one um, mm. that has an axe? Mm. Do you remember that one? Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, she misses as well. <laughs> or it just it just glances off. This is a tough cookie. This creature. Okay. Uh, so it's the gleb. So uh, basically, Rotunda's like, go on, go on, again, again. Oh, you're useless. I'm fire them. I told you. I told you, darling. I'm sorry. I'm. I'm. We, we need to. We need to get the horses. Will you get the horses? I didn't get into this to be getting horses. I'm supposed to be living a life of luxury by now. Yes, yes, dear. I'm sorry, dear. And 
Yes, and Glabrus is like, but, but darling, darling, this this creature, I, I believe it's a stone golem. It's a stone golem. You've, you've no idea how 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 important, how rare, how how incredible. She goes rare, rare, how rare? So, so I've I've never seen one of one of these. There, there, there are many sorts of stone golem, but this particular genus is one I've never I've I've heard tell about. How much? What, darling? How much would we get for it? Well, it's not really about how much we'd get for it. It's more about the fact that none of these would ever have been captured. I want to know how much it would be. <laughs> Go and get it. Go and get it. Oh, darling. Uh, well, oh, I suppose it would be rather good to have it in my collection. Um, give, give, give me the rope. And we'll leave it there for this episode. With Glabrus advancing, sword raised on what we now know is a rare, never-before-seen stone golem. Do you think he, he can capture it? Not sure he can. I mean, like, do you agree? I agree. <laughs> and we hope you enjoyed listening. Dungeon Mummy says she's going to try and talk lesson future. I'll try! I'll, I'll just go to bed. Okay. Anyway, thank you for tuning in. See you next D D and do do do. What? See you next D and do do. Bye. Go to bed.